So hi, well on the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with uh Trey from Mouth for War. And we're gonna ask him some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um the band name is actually just a Pantera song. Uh that's all I can say about that. Okay. But um a lot of things inspired the creation of this band. Uh, at the time, a couple of us were in another band called Bruce that had broken up and uh I was the one who wrote all the music for that, and I definitely wasn't done with it. So I immediately started writing for a new band just before relocating states. So um, it all just worked out really quickly somehow. And uh, within like a year of writing and moving, we were already touring and stuff. So, oh, wow. yeah. God damn, that's fast. Fast, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We don't waste time. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> God. Um, so congratulations on your upcoming release, Life Casting Glass. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, from the very first single, felt like a huge weight off my chest, especially just how, how much everybody seemed to vibe with it. And mm-hmm. just the very positive responses all around. It's been great. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, so you brought up like that first single. What made you guys choose that one to be the lead single? Why? W-Y-G-T. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, I guess that technically was the first single. Um, that was that was the first song in general that was written for the whole record. Um, at the time, we probably didn't even realize it was going to be for a record. It was kind of just uh, an announcement thing for the label. Okay. But um, we felt like that song still flowed really well with all the all the new songs and we weren't really happy with the recording from originally. So we were like, let's just turn this into what we thought it should be on the new record. And yeah, that's how that came about. So then what was that process like kind of re- redoing it? Um, it was really fun and refreshing get, getting to do that song, especially after, um, like I said, just not being super happy with how the mix came out. Uh, mm-hmm. But um yeah it was really fun to redo and a lot different from the first time that we did it because we decided to go and uh record it in a different spot which we produce all our own stuff but we thought it'd be cool to track the drums in a in a really big like interesting room somewhere in town and so we kind of took some time doing it differently the first time but uh getting to sit down with it in the studio and pick and choose what could be a little bit different from before changing up the tempos and stuff that was really fun okay Sounds sick. All right. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so at the very beginning of 2020, my sister actually passed away, which was oh. when I had kind of started writing the record. And that just immediately became what the whole thing was about. It was the entire theme. And um, that I think I, our friend Caleb that made the album art, it's like a handmade collage. He, um, I told him a little bit of what I wanted and I told him some things about my sister and some stuff. And he just blew it out of the water with like the butterfly wings and stuff that are kind of reminiscent of sunflowers, which was the whole thing for my sister. It, it all flows really well. I love that. Yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss before Shane says, I just want to say that. Yeah. I was going to follow up with album name meaning. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a, um, that was, um, means it's kind of a representation of a couple things but essentially i lost my sister and it was literally right when the pandemic started so Mm -hmm. i kind of lost everything i lost the only thing that me and my friends care about is trying to get on the road and do 
do something with this with this band so um it kind of the name kind of represents just being stuck like literally like physically stuck in life in your mind and by everything that's happening in the world around you kind of like life is cast in glass mm -hmm. that's where that came wow. about yeah uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album um this was a really fun one to write it was in general probably my favorite thing i've ever written so far um but i i write everything for the most part and then our drummer comes in and just um changes up keeps the structure but does his own thing there so um i just laid out all the songs like in demo version and got to really take time especially because of the quarantine to to be really really picky about everything that we wanted to do Mm -hmm. um because we definitely went into it with a vision and i think we got out of it exactly what we wanted uh and it was uh it was a great time building it together for sure we just uh after having everything laid out everybody getting some time to learn some of the songs and get some stuff down we were just like all right let's uh everybody book a week off of work and like you we just have to stay in the basement that's it we're just gonna stay in the basement and make this record so yeah. th that was really nice after not really practicing or dealing mm -hmm. with the band and shit for a long time so it was great and as you keep on mentioning this was obviously like the a covid album um what was what's the process like of rolling out this debut album in the middle of the pandemic um it's different and it definitely it definitely sucks to put on an album when we know we can't go through with the touring cycle but mm -hmm. um i think that's why we chose to do a lot of videos and visuals so we can try to push on the internet because that's that's all everybody has right now but at the same time it's kind of a good thing because a lot of people are stuck home mm -hmm. partially forced to listen to music because they don't have anything to do so we kind of yeah. stuck those visuals in everybody's face and we're really happy with how it's all going so far yeah that's and then like you you mentioned touring and not being able to tour off it right now but with the restrictions starting to loosen up do you guys have plans to go back out on the road are there tours like tentatively booked or are you guys hang holding back for now um it's being worked on for sure we're, we're hopefully going to be on the road in the fall okay exciting all right happy yeah. for you guys that's good yeah me too light at the end of the tunnel my god okay. finally <laughs> yeah it's, it's extremely refreshing for sure yeah oh god i can't even imagine just like the relief of finally being yeah. able to like actually oh yeah we're we're looking at tour dates now yeah it's and great that first show back man oh it's gonna it's be, gonna be a good time I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of went into it a little bit. If you want to, you could go a bit more in depth or even skip it. Um, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Um, easily the, the darkest place mm -hmm. of my life. Um, honestly, things I couldn't have even imagined feeling or thinking at the time. Yeah. And I think that's uh, I think that you can tell when you listen to the record or I'd, I'd at least like to think so, because <clears throat> I think even obviously I dropped everything I had into it, but everybody in my band was on, on the same page with, with everything. So um, it's definitely what made the album very aggressive to like the point where you can feel it. I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, so what band or artist influence you think you can hear the most on this record? Um, for sure, I would say Lamb of God, like older Lamb of God was a, yeah. a big influence on this record. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, all of us wanted to try to take like 
kind of an old school hardcore metal sound like keep the very straightforward of it but bring in like a modern metalcore sound i mean we all love like the devil wears prada and bands like that so we kind of brought in those kind of breakdowns and vibes so and other than that i think my, my biggest influence is a band called sentence from uh from europe uh, kind of a classic band and yeah those are probably the that's the trio of everything i think that shines through influence wise all right since that's you, a solid trio yeah S- since you mentioned pantera is like part of your band name uh one of their songs is that an influence on your music as well um definitely probably more so in an indirect way i i guess uh it's been an influence on just how i play guitar from mm-hmm. for my whole life in general and just how i write so in, in a way and i also it, in my opinion, I think Lamb of God definitely has a huge Pantera influence themselves. Yeah. And it's kind of just like a trickle-down effect for sure. Okay. Definitely. All right. Uh, so this one should be super, super fast off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Angry. Scary. Okay. <laughs> um, emotional. Hmm. All right. Solid. Those are good. Uh, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album? I, I don't know. I can't say so exactly, um, but I definitely wanted to make people want to mosh. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It definitely has that effect. Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? And I know this album like isn't even out yet, but are you guys working on anything new? Like album, EP, cover? I don't know what you guys are doing over there. Um, I think when we were freshly done with, uh, recording the record, we were messing with a song or two a little bit, just like writing very slowly and collecting ideas, but we do, we don't have any songs structured out, but we do have just like layouts of riffs or all, we have a studio here at the house. So I'll just hit record and go to work and our drummer will just make up a bunch of stuff and be like, I want to put this somewhere. And we'll be like, okay, well, we're going to put that somewhere. Yeah. So we're, we're in the early works of, of making new stuff for sure. All right. Okay. Very, Very excited. excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Probably going to go with some ribs and cornbread, mm-hmm. maybe some mashed potatoes with with, uh, with some Sprite on the side. All right. That's solid. That's really good. That's I like, can, oh, that's comfort food. That's amazing. I can hear my drummer laughing at me upstairs because he knows me. <laughs> well, that's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out with SpongeBob. Honestly, I think that would be sick. We don't get that answer enough. We don't like very underrated. Uh, yeah. So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Probably like green, forest green, maybe. All Taste. right. Yep. Dark green. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I don't think so, honestly, uh, other than our record drops in two weeks from tomorrow. Hell yeah. All right. May 14th. Woo. Can't uh, wait. Well, thank you. I'm very excited. As you should be. Like, it's huge. It's huge. It's good. It's great. Massive. Uh, so thank you for snapless. This has been Trey from Mouth for War and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast.